What is up, guys? What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 134 of Beef's Beef. Uh, back again. Back again, dude. We, it has been a long time since we have recorded together. I recorded one episode without you. wasn't the same. But Hi, this is over. Yes. As, as MJ said when he came back, I'm back. That's I didn't it. play baseball. I mean, I, I just um, – I played basketball. I didn't play much baseball, though. Yeah, BJ has been playing basketball, but – Allegedly. Um, oh, also, by the way, this is going – the reason we're recording on here is because this is going to be our first episode that's also going to simultaneously play on YouTube. So, guys, we oh. told you we'd bring it to you. Now we're doing it. I thought you said it was because you are on house arrest and you couldn't do it in the usual spot. Allegedly. Allegedly, right. Allegedly. Well, <laughs> Allegedly. That works. Yeah. So, guys, as always, our podcast is brought to you by Crystal Lackey at Stockton Mortgage. Hit her up if you have any refinancing needs, if you have any home loan needs, anything. Phone number 502-615-0743. Again, Crystal Lackey at Stockton Mortgage, 502-615-0743. MLS number 8259. MLS number... One seven three five nine seven nine. Shout out to Crystal. Special thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Um, Absolutely. Hopefully, you guys are using her services because I hear the market is pretty good right now, and people are buying very quickly. So you got to reach out to her before you miss out on a special opportunity. Also, let me know the guys or the people that are watching on YouTube what you think of my turtle beaches that I'm rocking with the uh, as the headset for. Uh, the official headset of the Beast Beef Podcast, Turtle Beaches. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Turtle Beach. Please sponsor us. Yeah, sponsor the podcast. But I need but, some headphones, dude. Heck yeah. Man, okay, you, on, yours Toby. is like your your cord is like this long. Mine, I'm having to like move it out of the way. Um it's insane over here. But, I don't know if that was a personal shot about cord size, <laughs> but I, I felt very disrespected there, bro. I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry. Why are you uh, dinging back there? Oh, great. That's awesome. I love that it's doing that. So, guys, I'm sorry to tell you that we're not going to have as much for you all today, but guess what? We're still going to give you everything we got because BJ has got a job now, so he thinks he's too big for everything. That's right. Well, I don't know about thinking I'm too big for everything, but unfortunately, I do have a job. It does have to pay my bills. I love that you said unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of sucks. I mean, adulting really it's brutal these days. You know, it's really tough. Um, I did want to, I forgot to tell you about this, but I got a special gift um, from listeners. I, I don't know if you've ever gotten any gifts from listeners, but today I got buck naked, bro. What is the underwear? Duluth. You know what oh, I said? Dude. I, yeah, I was like, I don't really know if that's really something we really want to talk about <laughs> on here. But <laughs> I, I, you know, I felt like it was necessary. Um, shout out to the listeners for allowing me to get butt naked. Um, I'm just going to tell you straight up assessment. No, dude, I'm, I think I'll stick to the huge. Um, I don't really feel like they're, really? yeah, they're, I think it's probably overrated. They're like 20 something dollars. Yeah. Uh, now Duluth, if you want to sponsor us, we don't want your undies. We just that, want the cash. Is that 20 something dollars of one pair? One pair. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't want their underwear. I'm not going to say that because I've not tried them on. Right. And right. I'm a, bi- I'm a, I'm a bigger fella, so, you know, I can't really speak on what you're feeling. I'm not saying – I'm talking about just husky guy. You know, I'm not saying – Cord size again? Dude, listen. You're going to keep disrespecting me, bro. Just... <laughs> but today we're going to uh, – we're going to bring you – we got a uh, – if those of you that have been watching the Last Dance stuff, I brought up a pyramid thing that I told you all that I'd be talking about on the podcast. Uh, we have a special bracket. We're coming we're back. So, you know we got to come back with a vengeance. And awesome. in a big way. The biggest oh, yeah. bracket we've ever done as far yes. as total contestants. And I'm thinking – we you know, we don't know this for sure yet. Thinking this will be the most – engagement we'll get on any type of vote might be a little bit of bad blood involved with this one this is going to absolutely going to start arguments this may ruin households oh Uh, big time 
But as long as they say subscribe and as long as they listen, then that's all I really care about. And no bloodshed. I, sh- I don't want to see any bloodshed over this. Stay six feet apart, you know, social Please. distancing while you're right. arguing. Um, but we also want to talk about the, the elephant in the room, why we're not sitting together, why there's no sports on TV, why we haven't been here for the past couple of weeks to a month. COVID-19. We're not going to go into the scientific parts of it. We're not going to go into doing this and doing that. What we're going to talk about is the effect it's had on us because there's no sports on TV. Uh, this past Saturday was the first time a live sporting event had been on TV outside of Cornhole, which I don't know if you watch Cornhole. Cornhole is pretty cool to watch. I did watch it, bro. It was actually pretty fun. I can't lie. I was sitting here watching it the other day. Uh, it was kind of weird when they were going to shake hands at the end too, because they're like, "Go shake the," and they're like looking at each other, like going up. And they're like, "No, we can't do it." And then one of them just broke the fourth wall. It's like, "Yeah, I'm shaking hands, dude. Rebel, what a rebel <laughs> in there playing cornhole with yeah. his plastic face mask covering his." I face, saw that the guy would. Yeah, I saw that guy. And then you also, uh, but you had UFC fights this weekend, which I know you were pretty pumped about. Um, some good fights. I did see one of them got canceled due to the one of the fighters uh, getting COVID-19. Uh, but, I mean, we, we see things like the NFL schedule was just released the other day. Um, I actually bought tickets to see Lamar in uh, Lamar in Indy. But Already. it came with a warning, and it said if, you know, if the ticket – if the game – if for some reason the NFL says that they won't be having uh, – the games then you know we'll we'll refund you your money so it's just it just sucks because that's all out there we missed the ncaa tournament uh the nba is on a hiatus right now uh, i did hear something today while watching get up that uh they had a video or video call conference similar to what we're doing uh currently um uh, with adam silver and adam silver said he's thinking two to four weeks before he decides uh when everything's coming back Right. Yeah, so, I've heard June timetable as well from multiple different sources. And most of the sources who are putting stuff out are as close as you can be. The reality is, reality is like you mentioned, there. I don't think there's been a decision made. So as far as leaking information, uh, I think Adam Silver is a great individual to be in control in a situation like this because he handle thing, he handles things. Um, with respect to financial paralysis, but he also handles things in respect to what the fans want and what will keep his players safe as well, too. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to have them back, but I, I think there's going to have to be some additional precautions taking uh, place. Obviously, they've already pretty much said that no fans will be there and 40% of their revenue comes from fans being there. So they're going to have to make some adjustments and uh, I'm just hoping to get to see some of it. I'm hoping they continue on with the season. Um, I also saw something interesting today where they're debating whoever, let's say they go back in and they start some form of a playoff series, right? I've, I've heard a lot of different things thrown around as speculation. Will there be an asterisk? Next I was, was going to ask you this year's champion. I saw Shaq uh, quoted on saying that in USA Today, in an interview with the USA Today, I think it was, or Yahoo, yeah. one of the two. I don't think so. And I mean, I think you go back to the, was it 98, 99 season when the Spurs beat the Knicks? There's not an asterisk next to that. And they only played 50 games and then won a title. So, I mean, yeah, as long as they go, right? yeah, as long as they go through the entire entire playoffs. I don't really think there should be an asterisk. Now, we don't know when this is going to start back up. If it start, right. so if, if it starts back up in a in two to four weeks, he says, all right, in two to two to four more weeks, we're going to start the season back again. That's eight weeks, or, or let's just say six weeks from now. We're May thirteenth. That's putting us July, mid July, to start the playoffs. Then the playoffs go another, what, month and a half? You're looking into September, so they're only going to get not even a month off. They're not even going to get time off if that happens. I guess it depends on what they do for the playoff system. And also, I mean, everything I've heard is kind of that they'll go straight into the playoffs. Yeah. So in my personal opinion, 
there 100% is an asterisk next to it. Now, I, I don't think it's the asterisk in which has been kind of tossed around where it's a caveat like, oh, they won, but I think it's a circumstantial asterisk. I think, you know, the, the way that they got to the playoffs is different than ever before. How many times do you see a team go into the playoffs fully rested and healthy? Yeah. Never. Yeah. So these, these elite teams are facing teams who are wanting to cut their head off every night and night in. And then now they get a little bit of a break. So in, in my opinion, the way I see it is I think the teams that have the best talent, maybe not the deepest roster, this favors them a little bit, which is I'm, I'm good with it either way. I, I don't think um, the asterisk, like I said, I, I don't think I should be there as far as you won, but I think it's just the nature of the beast. Things have changed. And in my opinion, do you have a champion with an asterisk next to it this year is the best case scenario. So <laughs> I love that idea. And I'm hoping there will be a champion with an asterisk around it. Um, but I did want to say too, I, I felt like the last episode that I did with you, we didn't have any clue the full compass of what this was going to turn into. Yeah. You know I mean, there was a lot of speculation and I felt like part of our job is to make people laugh and have fun with us. And I think with something this serious, I know personally, I had a couple of friends who, who lost people to, um, this pandemic. And that's when it kind of sunk in and hit home for me it was like, man, it, it really touched people that I knew personally and affected their lives. So I, I definitely want to put our thoughts, prayers, um, everything that we can behind those individuals and say it, it is a very serious situation, but hopefully we continue to have a little fun and give people a way to get away from some of the monotony of what day-to-day life has been recently. For sure. So, I mean, we can go on and on and on about this, but we want to get to some stuff that actually is going to bring some discussion, bring some stuff to each other here where, you know, we may disagree with what one of us does, but Hey, guess what? That's why we're doing it. So I mentioned on one of the, uh, on one of the last dance episodes, uh, that I was going to be bringing this bracket. And uh, I'm going to pop it up on the screen here in a minute so that when we start discussing it, you guys will know what we're talking about. Um, but basically what we're going to do, our buddy John, uh, shout out John. He always listens to the podcast, always gives us some some shouts out as well and gives us pointers on what he thinks we should do better. John gave us an idea uh, to take this bracket and basically, you can you make five moves a piece, okay, on where you think a person should be moved, the person should be added, or whatever. So my thing was, almost all of my moves were trades. So I told BJ this, a trade is one move instead of making that two moves. So if you trade somebody, it's just, it's just one move. So each of, us right. get, each of us get five, and neither one of us know what the other one has written, has written down. So if one of us takes one of them that the other one does, we'll just stop it and say, hey, you know, I agree with that one. That's one of my five moves as well. Is that fair? Yep. Sounds good to me. Let's get it pulled up here. So here is the GOAT pyramid. So like I said, each of us will get five moves. I'll let BJ go first since he's been out of the game for longer with with recording. Yep. Well, first thing I want to do is let, let's make sure everybody can see. I, I know I can speak for myself. Personally, I had a question on who one individual was on here. Okay. So let's run this through the tiers. Yep. So okay. we, we um, confirmed with Sir John. Appreciate John doing what he does and having some fun with us. The center gentleman in tier five is Elvin Hayes. And yeah. Um, yeah. great statistical career I, I looked at his stats the other day and um had a couple of years where he was 20 and 12 guy um very good player but as far as to the naked eye i didn't recognize him personally a lot of the other individuals you should recognize obviously tier one um tier two tier three you should be good to go yeah the um, only ones that people may not recognize this one here john yep. Havlicek. 
this one here, you should recognize it's the logo, Jerry West. Yeah. Um, Moses Malone right here. I would say even Oscar, just because it's an older um, picture. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if the modern day kids would recognize him by his face more yeah. so than hearing the name. A lot, a lot of people know the big O, but I, I don't know if they can put a face to the name. Yeah, Ever, everybody else saying. should. Yeah. Everybody else should be pretty recognizable. Yeah. All right. So I'll let you go first with your, with your first move. First move. I, I kept it simple. And even though we talked about this and I, I love this guy, he's a Tar Heel for life. I, I think if you're going to go on a tiered system to me, it has to be narrower to the top, meaning there's only a couple elite few. And down at their bottom, there should be a step, substantial amount of people. But I personally can't put Vince on this list. Um, I love Vince. Glad that he had the career that he did. Sad to see him go out in the way he did. But yeah. I'm going to remove Vince Carter from that list. And I, there's, I think there's a lot of people that we could potentially add to this list, but something that I wanted to key my thought process off of is two way players. And in watching the last dance, as many people have been recently, I think you get to see that the two best players on that team were the two best players in the league, potentially as being two way players. So I'm going to add Kawhi Leonard. Um, Solid. The, the national champion, Kawhi Leonard. Nice. Um, I was going to – since you removed Vince Carter and added Kawhi, I'm just going to go ahead and add my guy that I was going to remove Vince Carter with. Please. Because I, I, I can't believe that he's not on here anywhere. It blows my mind that he's not even mentioned. Uh, because when you talk about uh, 80s basketball, this is a guy that comes up all the time. And the fact that Dominique Wilkins is not on this list kind of blows my mind. So yeah. I, I'm going to add him. I'm just going to add him to tier five. They just, because, I, like I mean, if you look at it, I mean, it gives them one more tier than the, than tier four or one more person than tier four. So um, right now we have Vince Carter gone and we added Dominique Wilkins and Kawhi Leonard. So we'll go ahead and go to your next move or unless you want me to do two in a row. I'm I'm good with however you want to do it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go again, and I'm going to um, move a guy that a lot of people around here love, uh, even though a lot of people our age, actually everyone our age, didn't see him play live. Uh, but I feel like you can't have one up there without having the other. So I'm gonna move Bird up to tier two. I'm not gonna trade him for anybody. I'm just gonna move him up to tier two. Hmm. I like it. I, I think the I mentioned this to you the other day. The waters can get murky if, if we move all the players that we think are deserving on that platform. Uh, I think the tough thing with this, too, is we're grading players based off what they we think they contributed to the game um, yeah. when realistically some of it was circumstantial. And uh, Bird was a guy who could have played on any team in the NBA. So that's why I think that pick is a fitting pick. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to counter your move and okay. to keep things balanced. I'm actually going to take Elijah one down a tier. So essentially okay. I'm going to switch. Um, Elijah well, I'll go with, yeah, I'll go with those two players. Uh, I do okay. have an additional move in the future in that category, but, but I think I'll just go ahead and knock Elijah one down. Great player. I just think bird might be the person I, I replace him with. I got you. Go ahead and go again then. I'll go with my next one. I think Big O, I mean, as far as statistical guys, um, averaging triple doubles for a year. Most triple doubles um, in a career. 182, it, I think it was. It's insane when you look at it. And to see Westbrook being compared to him, such a great player like Westbrook who isn't even on this list, and he's in the same conversation as Big O, that just shows you what he meant to the game. Um, I, I think there's a lot of great players. I'm only um, moving him up to tier three, even though realistically, I think he very well could be in tier two. But once again, it's like I said, I think this is a pyramid for a reason. Um, so if I went into depth, there would be a couple of counter moves where I would move people around. I'm going to move him up to tier three and I'm going to knock Dirk down one step. Yeah, I, like I, had, what that, Dirk I does. had that exact move. Great minds. I had that I got, exact move. 
love Dirk. I love, I love Dirk's Dirk game, does. but yeah, it, the fact that Oscar Robinson's down on tier four and he's on tier three, I, I and I think you just said that we we both love Dirk's game. There's nothing against Dirk. There's just no way, in my opinion, he should be above him. Yep, dude's got a shot. I mean, when when you have shot that they know as the Dirk, you know what I mean? How, yeah. how many people have yeah. replicated that shot? An unguardable shot. I mean, you've got a couple of other people on this list who have a shot, essentially, maybe not named after them, but they're known for creating or inventing. Not many people in the world have done that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and do um, – I'm going to do one that I know everybody's waiting for me to do because they know how much I dislike this guy. Uh, but I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I, this isn't anything to do with a bias or anything like that. I'm switching Steph Curry with Allen Iverson. Uh, so I'm moving Steph Curry from Tier 4 down to Tier 5 and putting Iverson up to Tier 4. I just – if I'm picking I, – I don't I, – there's just no way to me that I would put Steph Curry ahead of Allen Iverson as an all-time player. Uh, Steph is the best shooter of all time, but I feel like if you put Steph on that Sixers team by himself back in the day, they're not making the finals. Iverson was just next level, in my opinion, and I don't know that that that's my that's as far as I I can go as far as talking on it. But I'm switching Steph and now on Iverson. I love Iverson. I mean, Iverson's my favorite player of all time. He he was the guy who, after Jordan, took the reins for me as, as far as fandom. You know, when, when Jordan retired, I was nine, nine-ish years old. And yep. so you don't understand the NBA on the level of what we understand it on today. You're, you're watching it for the love of the game. And to see the way that Iverson played the game, that's what bought me into it. I didn't, I didn't care about off-court what was going on. I mean, he, he was a fashion icon. So I was created. about to say, outside of Michael Jordan, I feel like you would have to put Allen Iverson second as far as someone that changed the fashion of the game. As oh, far yeah. as, yeah, I mean, baggy jerseys, you know, baggy shorts, and just all that stuff, man. I think he took what Jordan did and moved it to the next level. And I, I think without Jordan, it would have been a much bigger fight than what it was, obviously. But then without Iverson, what players are doing today, not even necessarily with baggy this or that, just as far as when, when these players walk in, they know that there's a spotlight and a camera on them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. They, they've got a platform to dress the way they want to dress. And, and uh, sometimes that gets a little extreme for my liking personally, but it's cool to see that they have the opportunity to express them throughout themselves more than just on the court now. And to be honest, a lot of these guys are making a substantial amount of money from doing so. So to yeah. me, that's yeah. even better. I mean, some of these guys are making more money through, I saw that stat about LeBron, making five times as much money off the court as he is on the court, which that's is obviously insane. It's crazy. I mean, he, he makes a ton of money on the court. And obviously it's based off of what he has done in his career on the court. You know, Jordan kind of said that those other things come through him being a player and being a lead at his craft. But with that being said, it's amazing to see. I'm, I'm glad these guys have the opportunity to feed their families in that way as well, too. Yeah. But that, that moves me into my pick. So this one is kind of a surprising one because uh, I think we, we touched on some of this other night and kind of felt out where we were going to go with it. But I, I thought about more after we discuss these things. And I think having Shaq in tier two is just a little too high for me. I think Shaq is the most dominant player of all time. I think if you look up the definition of dominance, he imposed his will where he wanted to. Um, I know the argument is there with hitting free throws. I, I think if you look a lot of big games, he did knock down enough free throws to keep himself in that game. With that being said, the longevity of the career, um, I, I don't know if I can surpass Shaq over Kareem. So I, I'm going to bump Kareem up to Tier 2 and bump Shaq down to Tier 3. Well, I guess you leave me to be the bad guy, huh? Because <laughs> there's a move that I have to make, and people are going to hate me for it, but – in my opinion, I got to make it. 
And um, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to let you all know this, that I'd say this four months, five months ago. I'd say this today. I'll say this forever. Oh. So I'm just telling you all, like, this isn't something that just happened. I'm – I'm bringing you guys what I what I feel and uh, an unbiased thing, and not because someone passed away. I'm swapping Kobe and Dr. J. I'm moving Dr. J to tier two. I posted my top five list of all time earlier on Facebook. I don't know who saw it. Dr. J's in my top five, and in order for him to be in my top five, thus he has to be in tier two. You've I already agree. moved. You've already moved the Keem down. You just traded Shaq, which I don't think Kobe's better than Shaq anyway. So I'm trading Shaq or I'm trading Kobe with Dr. J. So I'm going to be sitting working here tomorrow and my phone is going to blow up from Tony. Well, this is what I'm going to, I'm going to make it a little bit better for you because first and foremost, I'm going to agree with you because I, I love Kobe. I love what he brought for the game. Tough to say there was too many people who had a better mentality than what Kobe had about the game. I think he got a lot of that from Mike, obviously. Mm -hmm. But also, if you look in my background, I don't know if you can see it now on the screen, but later you'll see it. Um, My shoe room is dedicated to Kobe tonight. So each night that we do this in the future, I might put a couple of pairs out just to feature those pairs. But tonight was solely dedicated to a couple of pairs of Kobe's that I have back there. So at least nice. that'll ease the pain a little bit for him. Um, he'll have <laughs> a little bit of eye candy in the background. You got, any, you got any moves left? I got a couple of others that I, I think we can make, but I, I think we hit the gist of the important ones. I, the other thing I wanted to say is, To me, it's extremely tough with modern players. I mean, you know, the move of Kawhi on there, the move of Curry that you had, KD being where he is, tougher for me to say where those players might end up, as well as other players who, you know, I I don't think I can necessarily um, move. Well, I'll tell you what, you took took one of mine, so I'm going to do another one. Because this Go is one it. that I wrote down and scribbled it up because I had five. I'm going to switch Zeke with KD. I'm going to move Zeke to Tier 3, and I'm going to move KD to Tier 4. Because just like you were just saying, yeah. I don't think KD is deserving to be on Tier 3 yet. I think KD has yeah. the potential to be Tier 3, maybe even Tier 2 at some point in his career if, his, if he comes back from this injury healthy. But what he has done now, there's no way that he's on Tier 3 and Kawhi's not even on his list. Well, that that even brings us back to our initial conversation where with the playoffs taking place, if he is going to be able to play now, that Mm -hmm. might also have to do with why there might be an asterisk. You know what I mean? Because before that Brooklyn Nets team is a different team. If you don't have Kyrie and KD, now you go into a playoff run with a fresh Kyrie and KD, even though they don't have chemistry with that team at all. I mean, it was evident from watching Kyrie play this year. Um, and that that team was more of a modern, young, heart players. And losing Kenny Atkinson, I yeah. have no clue. Still, still to this day, baffles me. I mean, <laughs> I, I remember when the Cavs fired um, David Blatt, and I thought that was insane. Maybe it would work out. I, I wouldn't be shocked if that was the case. Uh, but also, I think down at that bottom tier, the thing I was going to mention is I think there's a couple of guys. I think uh, Harden is scratching the surface of that tier with what he's done in the last couple of years. I mean, consistently being in the voting for MVP, if not the MVP. I think Giannis has only been around, what, seven years? Yeah, roughly? which is crazy to think. Yep. And uh, he he's going to be a guy who very well could – make that tier five in the next two years and t- tough for me to put him on there right now he his game is still developing too is the scary part um but talking about two-way guys that's in my opinion that's how i look at it you, you can be the best at your craft at one thing or yeah. you can control the game and affect winning i think he affects winning um but yeah a lo- lot of younger guys who i think have the potential to make that list in the future too Absolutely. Who, so who do you think is the – would you say who, – who would you say, in your opinion, is the next person to uh, join that list, if you had to guess? I, I think those two names that I mentioned have to be front runners behind Kawhi. Um, 
I think you have to currently favor Harden over Giannis. I think realistically Giannis had a chance to win a championship this year. And to me, championships are very important on my list. I think mm-hmm. obviously you have some guys on there who didn't win championships. I mean, obviously one that comes to mind is Chuck. Uh, yeah. we, we talked about him the other day. I didn't remember his career. I, I said his career was great in Philly and Phoenix. And I remember seeing the end of his career in Houston. And his stats were, what did you say, 16 and 10 still at that point? When he went to Houston? Yeah, he was like 16 and 12 or something like that. So, to me, remembering him as not a great player, and he still was a 16 and 12 guy at that point of his career, I mean, that just kind of speaks to how good he was before, in my opinion. Um, so I don't think you have to win a championship to be on the list is what I'm getting at. But but I do think if Giannis would have won a championship this year, I'd, I'd consider him. But currently I got to go with Harden. Harden is just an impossible matchup right now. Um, one of the most unique players I've ever seen in my career, watching NBA, watching anything sporting related. Yeah, Harden, Harden is a monster. And a lot he gets a lot of – Flack because he doesn't play defense, but I don't know. I've always liked Harden, and I've always got flack for liking him because they say that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with with what you're saying because you added Kawhi already. Um, I think it would have to be those two, uh, Giannis or, or Harden. I would agree with you. And Harden's farther along in his career. He's actually the same age as me, um, for so he's old. <laughs> Definitely. Season yeah. that. Yes. Now here's here's a question for you. Who mm-hmm. of the younger generation will go, you know, the Jason Tatums, the the John Morant, the Zion Williamson, the Donovan Mitchells, who of those do you see being on that list at some point? That's that's a great question. I think there's a lot of guys who have the potential to make that list. I will say out of those names that you listed, I don't know how many of them will be able to make a top three tier. I hate hate to put the ceiling on anybody because realistically, if you look in the past, um, some of the guys who have made that list had down years. And also as far as rookie numbers, not many of them had, I mean, there's a couple of them who did, but not many of them had better rookie numbers than what jaw had this year. I think as far as the way the game is going, style of play, matchups, team in general, I think I'd have to go with Tatum out of that list. Tatum is a phenomenal kid to watch. Um, I remember watching him in high school. Um, Love his game. Silky smooth, all three levels is what I think he has. And I think that translates to the NBA. And then, obviously, my, my tier two guy would be Jaw, and we had a short glimpse of what Zion could be. I don't think you mentioned Zion, but I think realistically no, – I, I, Yeah, I did. I said Zion, then Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. So, realistically, I think Zion's in the conversation of maybe not making that list, but being very intrigued as to what he might be in the NBA. Nice. So – we uh when we decided we were coming back, uh we decided that we wanted to come back with a vengeance. Yep. And what that means is we wanted to come back with a bracket. What I didn't tell you, because I didn't know until today, exactly one year ago today we released our goat cereal bracket. Wow. Yeah. One year ago today. One year ago today. I took a screenshot of it on my phone. Uh, to to text it to you that we were we were going to start it the next day. So we had I had sent it to you th- uh, one year ago today. Right. I so, think we we need some type of banner, uh, which every time we create a goat. Special shout out to Daniel Grimes. I yep. know he's a big fan of goats all around the world. Um, I wonder if he likes goat cheese. By the way, can't, can't goat go cheese is fire. Can't go wrong with a little bit of goat cheese, I will say. Um, with that being said, we, we need some type of banner with all of our goats on there and give the goats special recognition as Absolutely. they deserve. So we are going to announce a bracket. The biggest beef's beef goat bracket we have done so far, as BJ mentioned earlier. 
And not only are we going to tell you what it is, we're going to do a screen share like we did before, and we're going to unveil it. So, BJ, let them, let them know because you're the one that, that brought this idea to fruition. So what, what's our bracket going to be this time? Well, we talked about it, and we knew we wanted to bring a bracket to life. And we were trying to figure out what would be the best bracket that we could do. And we bounced around a couple of ideas, and we thought about it. What, what are a lot of people doing right now with a little extra time on the hand? They're, they're watching things. And yeah. what, what is a lot of that that's being watched? TV series in some form of fashion. And so in our conversations, we narrowed it down to the 64 greatest TV shows of all time. I mean, this, this is, there's TV shows on our list from the 60s all the way to TV shows that are on currently. And we need you, the Beef's Beef, Beef Blitz. I forget whatever. Uh, yeah, Beef Blitz. Um, to determine what will be the ultimate goat of TV shows for us. So you worked really hard at creating this list. We thought we had the list done how many times? Five or six times? Yes, five or six times. At least. That, that might be underselling it. I, uh, I fell asleep at what, maybe 6.30 yesterday after I got off work because I was just burned out from everything and had dreams of TV shows that we were forgetting about. That's how much we've been digging into this. So, so uh, let us know ado, first and foremost, would you please? Actually, let's, let's go ahead and preface this because I have to preface this every time we do one of these. We did not set the <laughs> seeds on this. We did not set the matchups on this. What we do is we put all of these TV shows in this database, and then we shuffle them it puts it into a bracket automatically. So the seating means absolutely nothing. That's not what we think is the greatest TV show ever. It's not anything like that. What that is, is just what, it's just what that thing put it in there as. So yeah, what the randomizer did, we did not make that seed. We did not make that matchup because there's going to be people that hate some of these matchups because I looked at some of them and I hated the matchup because I had to pick one. Yep. So, what we're going to do is we're going to unveil the bracket for you right here, and then we're going to go through some of it and tell you what our some of our favorite matchups are. So here we go. So we start at the top, Grey's Anatomy. That's I know that's BJ's favorite. He's really into You're chick welcome. flicks. Yeah, Big but time. just scroll, just looking through that first, you know, thirteen matchups. Uh, one that kind of sticks out to me um, that I feel like is going to one of my good ones is going to get voted off early. Uh, Sports Center, I think might might get outvoted for by Dexter. It's yeah. an interesting matchup. I think that's two great shows. I think both of them are unlike anything else that we've seen. I know what my vote's going for, and if I can sway the people, I enjoy Dexter, but tough, tough to get better than SportsCenter. <laughs> yeah, and then another one that I noticed is Parks and Rec versus Mr. Rogers. Yeah. What, what's one that you notice here in the top 13? That? Oh, well, no, actually, I, I can't believe I missed one down there. I think you're going to go straight to it. Well, first of all, I'm going to start off with the classics. I'm not going to key on them, but I love the matchups of the I Love Lucy and In Loving Color. In mm-hmm. Living Color, I can't speak right now. And Sanford and Son and Cheers, because I, I think that's going to get a lot of people involved with it. And I think the other thing it's going to do is if you're in the younger generation and you don't know about those four shows, you're going to get a history lesson today, boys. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to those individuals. But also... In going further down, I don't want to be mean to anybody. I see a blowout in Sopranos versus Doug. Both great shows. <laughs> if you made the list of 64, phenomenal shows. Blowout. That's, that's not even a close matchup. And then going further down, I'm going to highlight my personal favorite, Eastbound and Down versus Scrubs. Scrubs has a cult following. I'm worried about that matchup, but I think we can push it through Kenny Powers. Yeah. and. The best matchup on this entire screen is clearly not even close. 
Martin and Impractical Jokers. That's, I mean, that one's going to be tough, dude. <laughs> That's going to be so tough. I, I know what I'll be voting, but with that being said, great matchup. I mean, to have a matchup like that in the first round, it's getting intense real quick. So let's move down. So we saw 13, so let's get that out of the screen. So we start at the top with MASH versus Boy Meets World. Old school meets somewhat newer school. I feel like our age group is going to vote off MASH. Uh, MASH, like what you were saying with Scrubs, still has like a cult following now. So yep. uh, let's see here. One that sticks out to me because I'll tell you one that I don't care about is uh, number 22, How I Met Your Mother versus Big Bang Theory. If I could just vote both <laughs> of those shows off, I would do that. That's going to offend a lot of people. I don't care. It really doesn't bother me. If it, uh, one that I think is going to be a, a good matchup, though, uh, matchup number 18, The Bachelor versus Breaking Bad. Because if we get our female listeners in here to start voting. Yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I might get voted off, man, because Breaking Bad is up there in my top tier of my favorite TV shows ever. Wow. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's there for – a lot of people and i think very realistically i think we didn't mention this there was a, a couple of i would say there's probably 15 to 20 shows realistically that i expect no matter what the matchup is they've got a chance to move on to the final matchup to be considered the greatest tv show of all time i think breaking bad is in that category as you can put it up against anybody and to me it looks like it's gonna be up against some hitters i mean yeah. I, I get yeah. it might not be a ton of people voting for it but the price is right I mean, Price is wrong, Barbie Barker, in that scenario, because you might be in trouble going against The Bachelor or Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. But what's the matchup for you that maybe you don't think, like? Let's, let's, yeah, let's change it. Which one you don't really care about? Well, as far as don't care about, once again, I see a blowout. And to me, it's not even close. But you've got Narcos and Power Rangers. And I think Power Rangers is a classic. And, I mean, got, got to love the Pink Ranger. Um, with that being said, Narcos crushes that. There's I, no way. Here's what's here's what's going to happen because yeah. I've never seen Narcos. I'm guaranteed that I would like the show. Yeah, but I had to vote Power Rangers, so I'm giving away my vote on that one because I've never seen it. But that's why I respect you because you're not going to go with what the people want you to vote. You're going to yeah. go with what your opinion is. And that's what this, I mean, I can't state that enough. This isn't what you think is the best TV show of all time. This is in your personal opinion. Yeah. What is your favorite yeah. TV show of all time? And I think just like in an NCAA tournament bracket, where it's kind of where we drew our inspiration from, as always on these brackets, matchups are key. And yeah. matchups yeah. will determine our GOAT as they have in the past. So I think that's a matchup that, to me, I think is somewhat irrelevant. But there's two matchups on here that I see on this screen that are the best matchups, maybe in the tournament, but also definitely on this bracket that we're looking at. I'll start with um, number 23, Friends and Sons of Anarchy, two of the most iconic TV shows of all time. Uh, we just watched in the last dance, what was that, episode five or six, where Seinfeld was actually in the locker room with Jordan and yeah. uh, get, ended up getting kicked out. <laughs> I love when he went up to the Not board and he was like, hey, this isn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> you might need Classic. to change this whole thing. This is not going to work. Which I loved. I mean, he he's hilarious. Um, so I, I think realistically – Seinfeld and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is the other one that I was going to key on. I should have said that before I mentioned Jerry Seinfeld, but Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is up there on my favorite TV show of all time list. There's only a couple of TV oh, shows man, that I, I had skipped over that. Jesus, it's so yep. tough. Oh, man. One but you see, that's what I was saying. Those two matchups are brutal. The one you mentioned, though, with Friends and Sons of Anarchy, I don't like either show. So. Mm. That's going to be the one that I dislike the least is one I'm going to vote on. I'm a little bit surprised that you dislike Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. She made Christmas. I mean, maybe I should give it another chance because I only watched like the first couple episodes. So I probably can't really judge. It was just really hard to get into. It's, I don't, you know, the interesting thing about those shows, it's kind of tough for me to 
watch them on a weekly basis where yeah. it's like, uh, like there's so many cliffhangers and things of that nature. So I, I don't like doing that. I like to watch it all at once. And so I think to me, that's where the Sons of Anarchy actually took off was initially, as you mentioned, I wasn't really into it and it was kind of boring. And then once it got closer to the end, I started watching it a little bit more. And then there's uh, the Mayans is the spinoff of that. Mm -hmm. And this is maybe the most blasphemous thing we've said on the entire episode. But personally, once again, this is my opinion. I enjoy watching the Mayans more than I do enjoy watching Sons of Anarchy. So, um, and that didn't make our list, if that tells you anything about our list. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and scroll. You got any more here? I, I think the main ones that we touched on are great. I think the, the, another cool, cult classic matchup is uh saturday night live and dragon ball z i think that that'll be a fun one to see who's voting for what see if the nerds see if the nerds come out and flock i don't know who's considered a nerd there i mean you got (laughs) the classic saturday night live that you know i'm in that category i think i could be considered a nerd for liking that uh I used to have those Saturday Night Live DVDs, uh, the Chris Farley one, the Adam Sandler one, oh, yeah. the um, Will Ferrell one. That's Will Ferrell one has to be my favorite of all time. Um, the, but classics. Yeah. yeah. Chris Rock so, so had good. one. Phil Hartman. I had a Phil Hartman one. R. I don't even remember all I had. R.I.P. But uh, I think Dragon Ball Z, obviously, like you mentioned, that's got a huge following. So. Yeah. That, that could get interesting. So let's move up and show off 27 through 32. And I know you guys can see 27 down there at the bottom. And guess what, dude? My One of my favorite shows is going to get voted off in the very first round in that matchup. And I literally want oh. to hurt everyone. <laughs> I literally want to hurt everyone because The Office is the most overrated TV show of all time. And it's facing the wire, which I guarantee you 99% of you people have never watched. And you're going to put that trash TV show over the wire. I'm already mad just looking at this because I'll be honest could, with you, man. I'm unveiling this to myself because all I did was screenshot it. I didn't look at it. I'm unveiling this to myself right. as well at the same time you're seeing it. And that – I just realized that one of my favorite shows of all time is going to get voted off in the first round. That's brutal. I mean, I I think what you have to do is if you're a true fan, you're going to have to put out the bat signal, bro. Oh, I'm going to, you're going to have to get as Yeah. You're going to have to get as many people. You know, I'm just going to tell you right now I'm in between. So maybe you can convince me of why I should vote the wire over the office, because I can tell you personally, I've not seen either show a ton. I've obviously laughed at episodes of The Office and been intrigued by episodes of The Wire. But I think there's a demographic out there that you can win over and you got a fighting chance. Another one I see here that I'm going to – two of my favorite shows are going to get voted off in the first round. And it makes <laughs> me sick because if you go down a couple Number more – Number 30. Walking Dead is going to be – it's always sunny. <laughs> I'm so upset right now seeing that two of my favorite shows is going to – and you look at 31. My other, Another one of my favorite shows may get voted off. I don't know for sure That's the people are going to pick Sesame Street, but ugh, right. this thing's just making me sick. So if this tells you all anything, this is my first time seeing it too, and I'm not feeling too good about it so far. <laughs> It's getting interesting. I, I knew it would be with the amount of great shows that were on this list. There was no way that the first round couldn't have some salty matchups in it. And I think that's what we want to keep things interesting, but also in round two, it doesn't get any easier. I mean, this is a 64 team tournament that legitimately all 64 shows, depending on the matchup have a chance to win. And depending on how people vote, obviously that's the key that we're missing. We, we don't know where these votes are going to go. I mean, we need everybody to like and share these votes so that we can get the most votes possible because we don't want 20 votes to determine the GOAT. I mean, how, how can you put a GOAT title with 20 votes on a TV show? Absolutely. We, we need everybody's opinion on this one because if you want your show to win, you're going to have to do something to get your show to win this one. You know what yes. I mean? But, yeah, I, mean, and I, I want to more. What you got? I want to point out matchup 28. I think that's a great matchup. Uh, I love Entourage. Entourage was another TV show that I had every single episode and series of. And obviously it's kind of inspired by Mark Wahlberg. And he's my favorite actor. Um, 
not because he's a great actor. I, I think I just like what he, everything he does overall. A lot of the movies that he does, I, I love. I watched that, um, oh, what's the, him and Will Ferrell. Uh, Daddy's Home? Da- Daddy's Home too, with yeah. Mel Gibson in it too. Classic, man. I, I was, cra- it's honestly a terrible movie. But there's parts in it where you're sitting there watching it by yourself and you can't help but chuckle. You know what I mean? That's almost all Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. Um, And and those two play off each other so well. So Entourage, I I think, is going to have a tough round against Saved by the Bell, which is a cult classic. Uh, But I I know I'll be voting Entourage on that one. So we'll see how it goes. So, guys, this is our 60-14 bracket. Uh, What do we want to do? We want to do – uh, 16 of them at a time like we normally do or we want to do 32 of them at a time? I think we'd be okay with doing either. I, I think to me um, it's all about how many we can push out, but yeah. uh, I want to make sure that we give everybody a fair chance to get their well, vote. I'll in. tell you so what, I'll we'll start, we we'll to start tomorrow. Days. We'll, yeah. we'll do 16 tomorrow and we'll go 16 for the next four days. Then after we cut it down then we'll do um, 16 again. So we'll do the first yeah. two days. Yeah, we'll do it like that. So we'll do 16 each day and give you all two days to vote on each of them. And uh, then we'll move to the next round after that. Yeah, so, yeah I think we need to consider extending the time frame a little bit as well too, just because in two days, by the time that you see it, by the time that it comes across your timeline, and by the time that you have a chance to spread the word and tell other people about the voting process, I think that gets a little bit quicker. So I think sure. we need to consider three days or two or, or three days. Yeah, more. absolutely. But, but I think it's going to be a great thing. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what everybody says, because I honestly have no clue where this is going to go. Neither do I. And people are going to hate me whenever they see it. Cause they're like, you put my favorite show up against this. I just want to let you guys know my, one of my favorite shows of all time is going to get knocked out in the first round. So I don't really want to hear it. Um, Potentially. Yeah. By the way, I've been leaving group text because I don't know if it's popping up on there. So some of y'all may get to see some of my, uh, may get to see some of my, my, some of my texts. I don't hate my friends. I had to leave a couple of group texts cause I didn't think they were going to stop texting me. And there was no way for me to text them back in time. So that's why you all have seen me like scrambling, looking at my phone because it's popping up on my screen and I couldn't get it to stop doing notifications. So this is a learning process for us. So the first episode on YouTube, you guys may get to see some text messages that I got. So nothing, nothing crazy, just funny stuff or see people commenting on a photo that I posted on Facebook and it just keeps popping up the notifications. Classic. Yeah. But I look forward to that. We can't have an episode of Beef's Beef without at least one of us having power moves in beef. Uh, I kind of sprung this on uh, BJ pretty quick on, on getting us back. But uh, so, you know, next episode, he'll probably, I'm sure he'll, with the way BJ is, I'm sure he'll have some stuff to, to bring to the table as far as power moves in beef. Um, For sure. But I, I got a power move. Um, and it's me and you, man. Ooh. Me and you were texting earlier and, you know, we were talking different stuff that we're, that we're doing this, this zoom stuff with bringing the YouTube channel, which we had been wanting to do, but kind of pushed it to the background for the longest time to, to make sure we were putting out good stuff. And I still think we're putting out good stuff, but it's us bringing the podcast back. You know, we're not going to let something like COVID-19 stop us from doing what we want to do and doing what we like to do. And it's, it's always a good time to sit here and just chill and talk. Like I'm sitting here with the Cavs, warriors game on you got your shoe collection it's just it's it's us dude it's what we what we like to do and we're get sitting here getting to chop it up and just talk on the pod for the first time in over a month yep yeah i love it i, I i'm gonna throw a little bit of a uh, power move in there and bounce that off of that but I, I don't know if you can see the classic buttery leather that i got on <laughs> i mean i'm just talking about dude i don't know if you understand this but you want to talk about buttery i don't know if you can see oh that. my goodness we, we dude, if you take off the ery we definitely saw the butt i don't know about the buttery <laughs> but we saw the butt <laughs> i could listen in, in my in my old age I, I can't get down low enough to show the back of my jacket but I, i'm just gonna tell you you know this that this thing is, is crispy dude that thing is crispy. Oh, classic right here. 
shout out my grandfather got me this and I've actually saved this and I had never worn it. Uh, I wanted to keep it for as long as I could and just keep it as a special thing to me. You look like a background dancer in a thriller video. Dude, I got a little bit of a Drake vibe going on. I got a little bit of a thriller. (laughs) I got my, look, I got my Armani watch on. You know what I'm saying? That's a little Drake-ish. Probably not Armani. He's probably going, you know, Hugh Blower, something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying that that's a slight power move. And then obviously I, I got to lean over and show, let, let Tony get a little glimpse of what, the what we got going on back there. That's like I said, that's the ones I got out there. You'll see a couple of uh, Kobe's. You, you got the. Uh, let's look at, there you go. Let's, now you're on there by yourself so you can see it. Classic Kobe 11 down at the bottom. You got some uh, Kobe 9 Independence Day. You got the Kobe 10. You got the Kobe 8 Christmas. Kobe 5s. I mean, just a little bit of everything on there for you. So, shout out to Kobe, RIP Kobe. Um, yeah. Had, had to bring for the special episode coming back. Had to feature those. Who knows what it might be next week. Might be Jordans. Might be LeBrons. Might be Adidas and Yeezys. I don't know. I'm going to have to look through my P. Iversons. Yeah, I have to look through and see what I got. Some RBK. There we go. All right. Wow. So I got a beef as well. Mm. And my beef is with some people that I have on social media. And look, I know Gronk went to the Bucks. I know Tom Brady went to the Bucks. I know this already. I don't know if you guys saw the hat. Still rocking with the Patriots. <laughs> Stop saying I'm a Bucks fan. I'm not a Bucks fan. Look, man, we may be rebuilding. Who knows? Belichick believes in Stidham. So until Belichick steers me wrong, I'm sticking with Belichick. Belichick's Belichick's done me well all these years. Some people are like, oh, he's a cheater. I'm like, so's so somebody else. But I don't know. I'm not gonna go into those things. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a Bucks fan. I'm a Patriots fan. So my beef is with all you bums out there that keep sending me these buck things. It's like it's like a clear or it's like a blank piece of paper and it's like, oh yeah, the Bucks ban- I'm not I'm not cheered for the Bucks. I'm not doing it. Why? I'm not doing it. And I can respect that. Now also that brought me up an insightful question. I wanted okay. to kind of see what your opinion was that you know and a lot of speculation out there today that a good home for Cam Newton could potentially be New England. Would love it. Does Would that – okay. I was going to say, it. does Would that fit it. make sense? And do you think it's a realistic possibility? Realistic? I don't think so. I think if it was, good, if it was realistic, we would have done it already. That's that my only thing. Um, good? Yeah, I mean, I think Cam Newton's very talented. I love Cam Newton's right. game. It's a different type of offense, but you think about it as what our running backs already do. It's pretty much exactly it, – to me, it fits Cam perfectly because Cam is dump down or take off running. But I don't know. I, that's, that was what was always weird to me is that Tom Brady ran an offense that it seemed like if someone that could run the ball would be really, really good at. Right. I, I was thinking in my head as far as a tough matchup, Think about having Jimmy come out of the backfield with oh, yeah. James White and having Cam in between the tackles then as well, too. Or, I mean, even on the pitch options. Um, and, and then you get a couple of nice receivers mixed in there. Um, I, I think Cam can throw the deep ball, too. He obviously has the arm strength. I don't know if he has the accuracy on the deep level. Mm-hmm. But if he can mix that in, whew, that, that's going to be – and then, obviously, your all's defense is stout again. Oh, yeah. So, you hold teams to low point totals. You control possession. And how do you do that? You eat clock with a lot of possessions on the ground or a lot of efficient possessions, those short dump downs that you mentioned. So, yeah, be interesting to see. But I, I was very intrigued by it because I, I think – and I, I hope he doesn't go there, obviously, um, under this classic – I don't know if you, you recognize this at all, you know, but I got a couple of tell you what, man, when we finish this episode, uh, I'd appreciate if you yeah. pull the knife out of my back. Yeah. You know? 
I'm just saying, you know, I had to come if we were going to do it, I was going to be ready for it. And don't, don't think for a second that I didn't have dreams of what I was going to do last night. Like, Oh, okay. What am I, what am I going to have on for our first YouTube episode? Gotta go with something. I, you know, I dressed up a little bit, you know what I mean? You know, rocking the yeah. tux that with the boy. chain. Yeah. It looks familiar. I almost feel like that's like a beef inspired, uh, Lamar Jackson vibe. Oh, it might be. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Shout out. That's really all we got today, guys. Um, well, I've got one more beef for you, uh -oh, too. So uh -oh. my, my, my beef is actual physical beef. I, I don't know if you heard or were listening to the radio probably about a month ago. Um, but all you heard was this 20 steaks for a $30 deal. You know what I'm saying? And had to check it out, bro. So what do I do? I go... And they say Green Tree Mall, right? So I go to the Green Tree Mall, nothing there. So I'm, I'm devastated because I was actually out by the J Mall and I think it said Oxmoor or somewhere else too. But I was out by the J Mall. I'm like, I'm not about to go to the J Mall and get it. There's going to be a million people there. I'm going to go to, you know, the little hidden gem over here in Southern Indiana, Green Tree Mall. And they're not even there. So strike one, right? End up going another day, get off work. I think, you know, I'm, I'm listening to 107.7 and they're talking about, and they're like, we're leaving at uh, seven and they close at eight. I'm like, all right, I'll get there. So anyways, more of the story, they shut down while I'm in line. I'm like, okay, can't do that. If I'm in line, you got to serve me, right? End up coming back. Now, this one, those first two are on them. This last one's kind of on me. When you hear the term 20 stakes for $30, you got to kind of have a little bit of common sense to realize it's probably not going to be the greatest steak that you've ever seen. And the steaks are probably not going to be the biggest steaks that you've ever seen. Now, with that being said, I don't think you could pay enough money to see my face when I show up and the guy brings out a CD case of 20 steaks that look like hamburger patties. And I go, I just waited an hour and 30 minutes for Flank steaks, smaller than cheeseburgers I make. Craziest thing I've ever seen. Now, the moral of the story is, even though this is my beef and I'm sitting here complaining about it publicly to everybody in the world, the sad thing is I really enjoyed them. And today I ate my last three. So more of the story, the beef is that I need more beef and I need those people to show back up, even though I want to complain about it. So that way I can get, you know, my steaks for a dollar and 50 cents. But I put three of those bad boys on the grill, cook those suckers up with a little bit of red onion, put some jalapenos in there, put a little bit of blue cheese crumbles on there. You know, keep it nice and simple. Classy for the ladies. Got to put a little bit of salt and pepper on there. Cook it in the butter. Ah, delicioso. Oh, yeah. So that, that's my beef. I, you know, I, I figured I'd throw that in there for you as well. <laughs> Well, guys, that's going to conclude today's episode. We plan on being back uh, Wednesdays again, recording Wednesdays, releasing, you know, late Wednesday night. So be looking out for us. Share us, man. Like our like our uh, YouTube page. You know, if you – I mean, if you see us on YouTube and you haven't listened to our podcast, go back and listen to our old episodes. We have some great episodes with, with me and BJ and some guests or with just me and some guests before I added BJ. Go to our Facebook, like our page there. We're on iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. We're on uh, iHeart. I mean, we're, we're everywhere. So look out for us. Uh, I'll be sharing the link just like I always do on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, follow us on Twitter as well and on Instagram. So, guys, we appreciate you guys listening or watching, whichever one you want to do. Hopefully you, hopefully you watch, you know. Hopefully you can give us some pointers. Maybe tell my friends not to text me in the middle of an episode. That would Wait. be great. Um, maybe Probably next week. Yeah, I don't want to make any promises, but probably next week I'm not going to show my rear end on on that episode as well, too. So You're if you did watch end. the first one live, <laughs> uh, you know, hindsight being 2020, which is fitting in this case. You know, I, I had a Unintended. feeling I was going to have a tough time getting low enough to show my back there, and now I'm, you know, obviously I couldn't see what was in the camera, so I'm I'm got a sneaky suspicion that's going to be a little bit of an embarrassing moment. We saw the dead jeans, bro. We saw them. <laughs> No, those that's that's my boxers. I'm just boxers and straight. Yeah. <laughs> you no, wear no denim. Curtain. You wear denim boxers. <laughs> denim boxers with pockets on the back. 
This Daisy Dukes is new what he's rocking. Scootin', bro. Yeah, new boots <laughs> But BJ, bro, it's good to see you again, man. I ain't seen you in forever outside of the Zoom we did the other day. Um, it's good to be back, man. I'm I'm ready to get going again. Ready to get this going with the YouTube uh, YouTube channel. Hopefully, you guys enjoy this episode. Um, yeah, I mean that's really all I got, man. If you guys um, have any ideas for us to do a bracket in the future, or you have anything else, let us know. Uh, most importantly, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Later. Love.